Ladies and gentlemen, men and women, children of all ages, you're about to experience the opportunity to get in on the conversation. So do me a favor, join the conversation as you're about to step into the world of conversations about dot, dot, dot. I hope you enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, how's everybody doing? I hope all is well with you. Welcome to another solo episode of Conversations About Dot, Dot, Dot. My name is Will, and as always, uh, whenever I get a chance to do a solo episode, it's nice to talk with someone else. So I've got another person to talk to who's a fellow geek. I had the opportunity to meet her a couple of years ago, right after Hurricane Harvey. Uh, We were at a, I actually just went to a reality of wrestling event in Houston, Texas, uh, whatever, doing some fundraising. And some getting some supplies together and things for people. And so she happened to be there. And so I want to let her not only introduce herself, but she's got some friends with her. So I wanted to introduce them as well. How you doing, everybody? Um, I'm Jade. I'm a SU Vixen and I'm here with DH. What's happening, everybody, man? I'm DH. Uh, thanks for having us on the show. No problem, DH. No problem at all. No problem, Jade, as well. Uh, so we're just going to talk a little geek stuff here. Oh, yeah. uh, we're going to keep this short because I know they've got a lot of stuff going on. And so I don't want to intrude on the things they've got going. I believe y'all are doing some music stuff as well as doing some uh, photo shoots. Yeah, yeah, we were recording. Yeah, yeah we just got through recording some music, man. Um, Jade, okay. blue budding artist, man. Doing a thing. Okay, nothing wrong with that at all. So, Jade, first of all, let's get it started. Now, I talked a little bit about how we met, and uh, if you've got any notes in there you want to throw in, okay. you know, you can put throw in. Um, at his uh, boxing gym, and it was a fun, was it a fundraiser? It was, an, it was a free event for the kids. And it was we- a free event, but they were also doing, like, they were getting water and some other donations and stuff, too, for people. It was a good day, man. It was a fun time. Houston Deadpool and Houston Spider-Man were there. And um, we did some temporary tattoos for everybody, for all the little kids. And, man, we had a great time. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. He yeah. Was Very, he was a great host. I, I love that guy. I started following his stuff immediately after that. Yeah, Booker T, when they put him in the Hall of Fame, as far as I was concerned, he definitely earned it. That That's yeah. a certain. Oh. Hell yeah. That is an icon. Yeah, definitely so. So, Jade, I wanted to talk with you and BH a little bit about geek stuff. So we're just going to get into some first things. Now, I know I kind of gave you guys a little bit of something to go off of as far as what we're going to do, format and stuff like that. So my first question is, favorite, uh, you know what, since you brought this since you brought this to me, let's go. Favorite cartoon, if you could do like a top five favorite cartoons. Oh, man. Okay, uh. Oh gosh, there's so many. Uh, probably Adventure Time would be my all-time favorite. Uh, a lot of '80s stuff like He-Man. Um, He-Man is probably one of the first cartoons that I ever fell in love with when I was little. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, I just love all animation. Yeah, man, I'm big anime dude. I like all the new stuff. Dragon Ball, Pluto, and. Yeah, That's I funny. Like it, man, I study a lot of stuff. Look, I put no, I wrote down no Dragon Ball Z. Like, <laughs> and see, here's the thing. Now, I could, I could definitely talk with you with some Dragon Ball Z, some Dragon Ball Super, stuff like that. Uh, I, I've enjoyed that ever since they, it came to the U.S. So, right. <laughs> man, awesome animation, man. Like, you get everything. Attack on Titan. 
Attack on Titan is a big one. Uh, I'm a big uh, Full Metal, um, Bleach, man, all, all the major ones, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm really big on uh, anime, anime. Okay. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, I think growing up, my favorite animation, my favorite cartoon stuff, uh, it was really a little bit older school, you know, Jade mentioned 80s cartoons, so I grew up on stuff like Voltron and Robotech and uh, okay. E-Man, G.I. Joe, stuff like that. They got a brand new she out, they got a few seasons mm-hmm. of that. It's, you know, it's geared a little more toward the younger crowd. Mm-hmm. But it definitely has some interesting messages in there, and I mean, I'll put it this way. Uh, if you've not caught up on your Shira from Netflix, I'm going to tell you right now, the newest season that dropped about a month back, oh, right. it gets dark. Yes, it does. It gets dark okay. hard. <laughs> so just get ready for it, you know, if you've not seen it, because it, it it dropped. Like, it's, it's, it's the bass drop of the best song you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So we talked about cartoons, right? Um, man, we've been. We, I I love fantasy shows, so we we've watched The Mandalorian. We just recently watched all of The Witcher. Um, The Witcher was interesting. You know what? It was beautiful. It was beautifully done. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, it's just not well written to me, in my in my opinion. Like. The, the storyline goes all over the place and they don't give you when you're going backwards in time and when you're current and you know so people that were dead are alive now and you're like what the hell yeah and then, I got you yeah and then uh, but it's so beautiful the cinematography is, is excellent the makeup the costumes the cinematography like everything was great but the characters are kind of shallow like unless you read books or played the game like you're not really gonna know you're not gonna have that connection to it okay i got i feel you now i've not watched it with you yet i heard that the first sword fight in the first episode if you get through that you're hooked it's amazing no it is amazing that is the best part of the show and it's, it's like a video game it's really like you're watching a live video game like it, it was awesome man the actors are great Everything is great except for like the storyline. They didn't really develop a much background story. They lost a lot watching it. Like you don't know if it's in the future or the past. They jump through timelines, and I'm like, dude. And they they don't explain what like what like what they're talking about. I mean, I introduce new characters just out of nowhere, and just I mean, it's just hard to follow. So you've watched The Mandalorian. I have watched all of The Mandalorian. I've watched all eight episodes of The Mandalorian. I'm gonna say this right now. They need to rename that show the Baby Yoda and Mandalorian show. We did not episode eight. You, oh, you, you need to watch episode eight. You know what? The Baby Yoda is the only Jedi. He's the only one who knows the, who has the Force. That's why. Yeah. And he's cute. He's really cute, but he's got that like really when whenever Baby Yoda's in trouble, you're like, oh yeah, like he can just kill you. You know, or heal you, depending on what he decides to do at that time. And you forget that he's 50 years old already, you know? Yeah. Right, right. And it's interesting because I think the timeline for The Mandalorian is about two, three years after episode four in the Star Wars series. 
And then, you know, people were talking about, well, Luke would have his Jedi school set up. No, because they already said that in the timeline, Luke doesn't set up his school till 16 years after. Okay. The, you know, 16 years after episode four is over. And so, you know, where are they going to find people to take care of? I don't know, but I'm really excited to see what they do. Uh, like I said, you really want to see season eight, uh, the last episode, and then you know it'll yeah. give you a little bit of oh. it'll give you a push toward the future. Okay, okay. What I want to know is my question is: Is Baby Yoda literally? I, I don't think they ever specify. Is that literally Yoda? No, 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 no. Yoda okay. would have died. Yoda died. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It wouldn't. It wouldn't make sense. Would it for that to be Yoda? Right. The only reason why I think a lot of people are calling him Baby Yoda is because nobody, not even Lucas, has given us a whole lot of information on Yodel, Yoda or Yaddle. Yaddle was uh, in the prequels. Right. They've never given us information on their race. And yeah, so I, most people are just calling it Baby Yoda. Yeah, Yoda has a huge amount of race. I had to look it up. I had to look it up. And I, I saw that there was like another, another little dude like Yoda. So Yeah. He was in episode one through two. I think he disappears by the time two is over. You don't see him again in episode three. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, it's it's just a baby, whatever their race is. What is their race? Does anybody know? Like, I don't think they've. I don't think, like I said, I don't think it's ever been revealed. I don't think they've ever gone into it. Now, of course, you know you've got Disney who now owns Marvel. So, I mean, they'll they could do a whole comic book series. On that character, if they want to. Have you seen the new Spider-Man? Uh, are we talking about uh, Far From Home, or are we talking about Enter the Spider-Verse? No, uh, not the cartoon, the Far From Home, yeah. Far From Home, yeah, I've seen it. What would you think about it? I really enjoyed it. Uh, I really enjoyed it because of what it set up for the Marvel Universe. I'm glad they got J.K. Simmons to come back as DJ Jonah Jameson at the okay. end. So I thought it was really cool overall. I thought I thought they did a really good job, uh, really kind of beginning phase four of the Marvel movies with the Spider with the Spider Man leap off, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was good. So, so uh, Mandalorian got another question for you guys. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just saying I love Marvel. What they've been doing. Marvel's been doing some good stuff, yeah. and I wish DC could follow suit somehow. But it just doesn't seem like they really can get their legs off the ground. Even with the movies they've done well, like Shazam and uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman, it's going to be kind of hard for them to build back up to the Justice yeah. League after what they did with Batman v Superman and Justice League. Right, right. right. Man, I was a huge uh, Suicide Squad fan. I, I didn't mm -hmm. watch Batman or Superman's. Like, I just don't, I didn't like uh, Ben Affleck as Batman at all. Fair so, enough. And even watch him. So, who's your favorite Batman? The first Batman. Uh, what's his name? Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Michael Keaton. Because uh, it was very comic. It was very cartoonish. It was very comic booky, and I. Oh, I always loved that one. I like the one before Ben Affleck. I think that was the best. Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah he was. Good. I liked those too. I, I watched all those. Felt like Batman. Like if you read a Batman comic, a lot of people don't read Batman, but that dude was a lot like he personified Batman. I didn't read Batman. I read the Punisher, and my favorite comic book was uh, Morbius. 
But you know we're getting a live action Mobius movie in a couple of years, I think, yeah. from Sony. Wait, I cannot wait, and I think they've got a Jared Leto picked out. I think so. But I know from what I've heard, like I am super stoked about that. Mm-hmm. And and here's hoping that he can, because I saw. And by the way, I think I saw. Did you do some cosplay, body paint cosplay as Harley? Yes. At one point, oh. okay. I thought I saw a picture of it on one of the on Instagram. I think. <laughs> that was one of our more racy ones, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harley. Okay. Quinn. I've actually done Harley Quinn a few times. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna get into a little bit of your body paint stuff. I know you do a lot of body paint type stuff and things like that. I'm gonna tell a story real quick. I was at um, at the con in Houston, uh, Comic Palooza, and I was getting a picture with somebody who was dressed as Psylocke. Now I don't know who did her body painting, but it looked like fabric to me. Oh, now, yeah. so of course, you know, I I asked the question. I said, you know, it's okay. I put my hand on your uh, waist. She's like, yeah, sure, that's fine. I put my hand on her waist and I noticed, I was like, this doesn't feel like fabric. This doesn't feel like, this feel like, this doesn't feel like fabric at all. <laughs> What's going on? And so as soon as we got there taking a picture, I was like, what kind of fabric are you wearing for that? She said, oh no, sweetie, other than Pacey's, this is all body paint. <laughs> Lost my mind. I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> really, once you put highlights and shadows in, it's really hard to tell the difference. So I want you, since you've done this uh, uh, yourself a lot, would you mind going into a little bit about body painting and how that works as it relates to not only cosplay, but as it relates to, you know, costuming and different things like that and things that you do? Um, actually, that's why that's why I ended up uh, doing cosplay at all, because cosplay can be really um, costly. So um, when, we, when I got into body paint, it was really exciting to be able to, to make almost any mm-hmm. costume that's in tight like you can make any of that stuff so and it's been really fun it's a lot of hard work and and learning how to airbrush is not an easy task for anyone like that'll make you want to pull your hair out but mm-hmm. um, it, it was challenging and it took years to figure it all out but i think we we've accomplished a lot of our goals i mean it's t- it's tough but it's really fun yeah man i enjoy it and I know you're doing promotion for music and stuff like that. And I know you're doing music as well and different things like that. And I'll see different posters and things you're doing. And I know you do a lot of body painting with that. So how is it working? Because, of course, it's one thing to work with yourself. You know, you're painting yourself up to look like something. It's another thing to work with somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It's hard. It's, it can be tough to work with models. Like, everyone has their own styles, their own opinions. And my big thing is to accentuate their body with mm-hmm. black shadows and every time I paint a female and almost every female is very insecure because you're for the most part naked like you got panties on you got pasties covering your nipples and so a lot of women are really they're they're fearful you know and once they get their paint on they just blossom into like a goddess they they are so excited and the way they feel and then they go work a crowd and you would never know it was the same person, even. Okay. Powers women to a whole nother level, man. They like, they just take over crowds. It's one of the most entertaining concepts I've ever been around, and it's relatively new still in Houston. But man, anytime we do it, I man, it's a crowd pleaser. Man, we also do promotions, 
And body paint is really good for us oh, to yeah. promote stuff. You can write, you can spray paint people's logos on bodies. You can write you can words. Anything. You can make t-shirts that's not even a real shirt. Like you can do a bunch of stuff with it. We're, we're actually promoting a new club. Friday nights, we're gonna be at Big K Sports Bar um, on the south side. Man, we have body Every uh, Friday. Man, we have a heavy uh, model aspect to the company. Okay. The you Vixens. Know, yeah, so it's gonna be very entertaining, man. We're really looking forward to 2020. We have a lot of stuff coming out to try to entertain our fan base, man. Man, thanks for having us on your show, too. Hey, not a problem. Look, I know we've talked off and all on different things and stuff like that, whether it be geek culture or whatever. And so, you know, it's like, well, you know, I, I love getting people in on the conversations and kind of not only getting in on the conversation, but finding out who they are and what they do and what makes them tick and what they enjoy. So how is your stuff going? Like, what have you been working on? Lately? So uh, I did a comic book this year. I uh, did Pencil Ninja Adventures. It's on Amazon. And... So that was that was something, you know, it's one of those things where you, I grew up and I was like, I always wanted to do a comic book. I always wanted to do a comic book. And yeah. so one day it was just like, you know what, Will, you've published several children's books. Why don't you just do the comic book? You know, and so do the comic book. And so I took a year and that's basically all I focused on. It's just making sure I had my stuff right. So when it came out, it looked like something people would want to get their kids, you know, to be able to get, you know, to other kids at heart and things like that. Because that's where people say, well, what, what's your target audience? I say, well, kids and kids at heart. And they're like, what do you mean by kids at heart? I said, well, do you enjoy things that some kids would enjoy? No, not really. Okay, then it's not for you. Okay, but, okay. Kid, but if you enjoy things that kids like, if you enjoy the anime, if you enjoy uh, kung fu movies, video games, comic books, I'm aiming at you. <laughs> it's entertaining, man. Like, yeah. I love it. You're my audience at that point. Okay, heck yeah. I always wanted to and get so, into books. Well, and you, and you can. You know, I mean, it's... it's um, if I, I know it's cliche to say this, say this term, but people say... If I can do this, anybody can, you know. Yeah. But, but I honestly believe if I can take the time to put it together, I believe anybody that wants to do it can do it. You just got to be willing to put in the work to do it. And we're back. All right. So continuing my conversation with BN and Jade, uh, I wanted to ask a question. We talked about cartoons and stuff earlier. I want to talk about comics next, and I'm going to mix manga in there. So okay. if you have favorite comic books and manga that you'd like to talk about, the floor is yours to do so. Uh, yes. Uh, well, me personally, man, I've been a comic book fan since I was a kid. Man, I love this topic. Uh, I'm a big Silver Surfer fan, a lot of, a lot of Marvel, a lot of DC. Um... Man, I just uh, X Men. I know everybody loves X Men. Just uh, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as manga, like I'm, like I said, I'm really big into the Dragon Ball, Naruto. Uh, just uh, man, a lot of, uh, Killer Kill. Like man, <laughs> just so many different things, man. I, I cover well, Blue Exorcist. Just all, all kind of things, man. I'm, I'm really Attack on Titan, uh, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Bleach. Man, the, the list goes on. Man, I was telling them, my, my favorite comic book uh, is Silver Surfer. Like, oh, I, I love yeah, Silver Surfer, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and people, a lot of people don't know about Silver Surfer because he hasn't really hit the main screen yet, but, man, he's a very interesting character. Man. 
Norn Rad, man. Norn Rad, that dude that was called forth to be a herald of Galactus and taken away from his loving wife. And he got adorned with his silver suit and his silver surfboard. And the one time we got him in mixed media was in the movie Fantastic Four. And that wasn't that great, except for the fact that Lawrence Fishburne voiced it. Yeah, 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 right, right. Right? <laughs> man, but they didn't do him justice at all, man. You have to, that dude deserves his own movie. Well, I think now that Marvel has the properties, the Fox properties that they got from them, I think we'll eventually get it. I think we're going to get a Fantastic Four movie first, oh, and then okay. at some point they'll introduce Galactus. Right. And as they introduce Galactus, that'll be the way they introduce Silver Surfers, and he'll come to the Earth and say, listen, I'm preparing their planet to be devoured by the, the world-conquering Galactus. And that, I think Galactus could be the big bad of the next wave. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Like after, but It's funny how Marvel did it. They went in on Thanos. And it's Man, it's funny that story, too, because Galactus and Thanos do not like each other. Oh, no, no, they, no, they, they should have had Galactus come in and kill they should have had him come in and kill him, dude. Like, yeah. But you got to remember, too, they, Marvel got the rights to the Fox properties because remember, Fox owned Fantastic Four. And okay. you can't really introduce Galactus without Fantastic Four. Very true. Because you got to have, you got to have Fantastic Four there to do that. And, you know, so, yeah. I, 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 but I'm definitely hoping that we get Silver Surfer in that. Uh, I am more excited about seeing because here's another character a lot of people don't know about yet, Beta Ray Bill. Oh, but yeah, Beta Ray Bill, man. I need to see Beta Ray Bill in either Guardians Three or in Thor: Love and Thunder. I need to see him in one or the other. <laughs> I don't care which, just I need him in one or the other. Dude, have you seen the Silver Surfer cartoon? I saw it back when it came out, and I loved it. Plus, and I just recently watched it, and it it is amazing. It is literally like reading a comic book, but you're watching it. And the colors, man, they're like those Jack Kirby coloring. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, and I think it's on Disney Plus as well, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Another Disney Plus endorsement. Disney Plus, we we'd love to be sponsored by you. Just say it. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real, for real though. Like I like I just on one of the other episodes we just I just uploaded the Star Wars episode where we talk about Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, and I said on there, look, we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff that's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, I don't want anything more than like a year's free of Disney Plus. Like you ain't gotta pay me beyond that. Like I'll take that and be grateful. <laughs> anything you want to get, really, like exactly. Man, so um, Jeff, you're about stuff. I think there was a mention of like uh, Iron Man possibly having like the board, like the surfboard. And I was wondering if it was like, if they were maybe gonna bring in Silver Surfer sometime soon. Well, uh, I, 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 I wanna see it. I wanna see Silver Surfer come in there cause I wanna see him done well in a movie. That would be That's great. It's hard, the graphics have to catch up, but I think like graphics wise, like, yeah, man. So Infinity Wars and Endgame are probably my two favorite movies right now. Like oh, yeah, Infinity Wars was amazing. Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite shit ever. So 
Yeah, it, 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 yeah. I, I will say I love Guardians. Guardians was the one that when I heard about them doing Guardians, I was like, I don't know if this is gonna work. Like, I know who the Guardians are, but that's because I'm reading the books. Like, I was really literally reading the whole Peter Quill, Star Lord, Gamora, Draxon level where like Rocket Raccoon is explaining to them about the weapon gunners and all that. And they're like, well, wait, how do you? You're two foot tall raccoon. How do you move rock? Move Gatlin guns around. And you see Groot come up and he like grabs Rocket and then proceeds to walk out as they're shooting and stuff. And Gamora's like, yeah, that's how that happens. <laughs> that's how that happens. You know, that's but that. I... Yeah. Man, I honestly thought like the original uh, Guardians of the Galaxy storyline would have been interesting. To, I, uh, yeah, I thought his stuff. ship was a, like a lie. No, honestly, honestly, that's not even the original Guardians. They, the original Guardians was Star-Lord, uh, Star Fox. Uh, man, it was completely different. The only person they kept was the dude, Yondo. And they, he's completely different, too. Like, he was supposed yeah. to be... But remember, though, we got the old school Guardians back in the second movie. Because remember, Stallone was playing Charlie Five. I think Charlie, no. Oh, yeah. Okay. That group. That's what that's that group at the end when you see him and shit, Michelle Yo and all them. That's the original Guardians. So there's Charlie Six, there's Starhawk, there's Alita, there's, yeah, that's the whole thing. That's why they were talking about the whole Ravengers deal. They basically were saying they were Ravengers, but that was the original crew from the original comics. Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's pretty dope in that regard. So we could see, by the time we get through Guardians 3, we could potentially have a whole different team going into the fourth one. That's true. That is true. You know, so I think that's going to be really neat. Uh, another thing I loved in the Marvel, you know, you mentioned Endgame and Infinity War. And I don't know... If I've ever cried <laughs> during a Marvel movie prior to seeing Endgame and seeing that moment where Hulk snaps and brings everybody back, the moment where Ant-Man sees his daughter and she's like five years older. Yeah. And then the ultimate point of me just losing my mind, well, that's two. The first one is when Cap says, Avengers Assemble for the first time with all of them together. Oh, yeah, like literally, everybody in the movies up to that point were there just about. And it's just like, he grabs the hammer, the hammer comes back up, he grabs it, he's like, Avengers, assemble. It's not even a yell. Yeah. It's just like, assemble. And they just go. And that was beautiful. And I lost it. But then, the, and of course, the moment that I was just like, okay, and I'm a blubbering idiot now. And everything. I'm, I'm have to admit it was when Tony said, after Thor, Thanos was like, I am inevitable. And Tony said, I am Iron Man. Snap. I was just like, I'm done. Man, I am done. Way. I can't yeah, see anymore. Fight, <laughs> he's fighting that hammer and that shield. That was one of the best parts for me. And he's like bouncing the shield off of him and hitting him with the mm-hmm. hammer and batting him. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I just, it blew my mind. I was like, this is amazing. At one point, when Cap had both of the, the hammer and Stormbreaker, and yeah. like, uh, hey, give me that back. <laughs> Take the small one. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that was great. And I was just, oh my gosh. And then, even like the, to see the hologram at the end when he's sitting there talking to his little girl, and he's all like, I love you 3000, as it fades off. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And that was really These sad. These people right here. These people right here. Man. They have, he was like, I'm going to buy you all the cheeseburgers 
you ever wanted for life. I love good writing. Good writing is the backbone, really. It is. It is. And so, um, so of course, we've talked a little bit about movies. We've talked a little bit about comic books. So then another thing I want to talk about as well, uh, I think y'all talk, we talked about cartoons and anime. We talked about comics. We talked about movies. So we talked also a little bit about The Mandalorian. Now, have you guys seen Rise of Skywalker yet? No. I'm no. going to check that out soon, man. I just no. Okay. Working so hard. We worked, we worked through the whole winter break, man. Okay. Year for us and how we finish this year up, man. 2020 is going to be really, really uh, crazy. But, man, we've just been working a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nothing, <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Three days we've been going hard, like all day. All night. And we do a lot of film work, and I think mm-hmm. the last time you, like, do it, well, so we had more to it, like, making films, short films, and cosplay type of stuff. Well, I tell you what, when y'all get closer to the time to come out, man, hit me back. We'll get on there and we'll talk about that. We'll we'll get we'll definitely get on there and talk about it. I love movies, you know, sci-fi stuff especially. You know? oh, yeah. So hey, yeah, we could definitely do that. That's not a problem at all. So now Jay, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I'm just gonna I'm gonna be in contact with you on some of these logistics on on how to make these panels for my comic book. Yeah, man, we could definitely use your expertise and your help, man. Like Okay. Any any type of mentor, man. That's the thing about our company, bro. We we are really trying to work with everybody out here. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's that's just one of our goals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I will tell you this. This is this is this is what they call a freebie. Okay. Sketch out as much stuff as you can to get an idea how you want stuff placed first. Right. Uh, it just. I mean, it, 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 and the sketches don't need to be complete stuff. It just needs to be general ideas. Right. Man, I was I've been storyboarding it, you know what I'm saying? And really like where I came to a halt was the fight scenes. Like and I've been trying to research it and it's just it's tough to to portray a fight scene, you know, like you want it. Okay. So here's another fun one. Uh what's your favorite action movie? My favorite action movie? Like favorite action movie. What I mean by favorite action movie is, let's say there's an action movie that involves fighting of some kind. Man, that's a tough one. Yeah, right now, my favorite movies are like Infinity Wars or Endgame. I really like epic battles. You know what I mean? Like, Okay. All right, so... You you like epic battles, you said, right? Yeah. Okay, so in the scenes that you're wanting to do, are you wanting to do more epic type fight scenes in those as well? Oh yeah, I mean, okay. we, Alien yeah, Queen, we, we she's have, super overpowered. We have some individual fight scenes, so like, man, I pull from like the Kung Fu, Karate, like those type of fight okay. scenes, type of stuff too, so yeah, for sure, for sure. But most of our short action stuff, it's uh, short film stuff is, is, is not uh, epic fight scenes, it's more one right. maybe one on four like something really I mean done they got superpowers they're right. both gonna end up with superpowers but there's only gonna be two characters like we right. kept it really simple really yeah okay what I was gonna rec- what I was gonna recommend was find a movie that you like with the fight scene that you like in it 
And what I want you to do is watch it at about about probably two to four times slow, like slow it down. Slow the scene down. And then as you watch it, kind of sketch out what you're seeing, even if it's really quick. And then what you want to do is once you sketch out what you're seeing in those fight scenes, then flesh those out. Okay, because we we have we have the live action, so we already have the fight choreography built. Right. But I'm talking about helping you to helping you to gather the ideas for when you do the comic book version. Okay. Because you're right. Correct. You can use the film itself to draw your characters in the fight. That is that is a great idea. Yeah. I can use. And so that's how you, yeah. And or you know, case in point, like me, a lot of times, especially with like when I draw Pencil Ninja, he's a he's a small child fighting a bunch of grown-up robots. So I tend to watch a lot of anime and manga where you have small people going up against bigger people. Right. And then what I'll do is I will go through and I'll I will pause a video a hundred times and take screenshots. And then that way when I'm drawing the scenes, I can change them how I need to. Right, but you can get your layout the way to hit it like you like you exactly. Man, that's dope, okay, that cool. Dope. That Man, that's a that, what we do. Like it's all, it's all two D, really. Like everything, like comics, everything movies, on film. Everything every, on film TV. Is it's all really like how to fit it in this box and make it hit as hard as possible, right. or make, mm -hmm. make, or you know, make someone feel something. Right. Basically. Yeah, and so always recommend to anybody that's wanting to make a visual version of something. Because you know, you, you, anyway, creative people get inspired by things that are creative. That's exactly true. That's very true. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. And so, whether it's stuff you love watching, stuff you love reading, you know, it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, you're, you're gonna be inspired by it. And so, that's why I would say take it from. Now, of course, don't outright steal anything, but I don't have to tell you that. Right. 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 No. You know. It's inspiring. You know, life, life inspires you, you know what I'm saying? Really, like, everything around us, all artists know that, you know, like, yeah. I, I feel, uh, like, happy and proud when someone's inspired by my work to even, like, try to do something like it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, eventually, who knows, we might look up one day and see, you know, you guys doing instructional stuff on body painting that you'll be mass producing all over the world. I mean, that's how it's going to go, man. We're we about to start, like, <laughs> trying to get uh, our social media and, like, our YouTube, our website. Man, that's one of the goals this year. Man, our probably the hardest part of YouTube is um, finding a niche because we do so many things that our YouTube videos are going to be all over the place. It's going to be yeah. confusing. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're just trying, yeah. Like trying to start... This is the year that, like I said, we're moving toward film. So this is the year where we debut a lot of these concepts we've been working on. I'm working on for about three years now. We have so much content yeah. piled and stuff. So we just want to show some of it. You know what I'm saying? Right, I got you. I got you. My mother asked me one day, she said, how do you keep coming up with these ideas for these books? I was like, keep coming up with? I said, Mom, I've lived 40-something years of life. I've had a lot of ideas. I've been writing down a notebook since I was 10. Right. <laughs> And we, you, it's the thing we always have material. We just do we have time to actually give it. And the work is what right. takes. So it's it's very it's time not consuming. Up with, Cause I'm like, if you have an issue coming up with content, maybe you don't need to. I don't know what to tell you, man. Cause 
we're having an issue trying to get the content to the people, how to best deliver it, figure out composition, like, you know what I'm saying? That's how yeah. Yeah, like, and a lot of artists will get stuck in making stuff and never putting it out, yeah, which is why like, it'll always be a hobby. Like, you have to figure out, like, it's just a whole aspect of things that you have, have to, to do. You got you got to have the business side, and you got to be trying to relate to your audience all the time, and that's that's the hard part. And then actually just making the artwork is very time consuming. Mythos Podcast is a podcast that has you covered, whether it's about geek news, whether it's about comic books, whether it's about movies. Whether it's about video games or any other geeky type of subjects, Mythos Podcast has you indeed. So check out the Rasco Brothers' own podcast as you get ready to get your geek on. Drops usually on Mondays, on Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find fine podcasts. Join the Rasco Brothers and get your geek on. I work a 40 hour a week job. A lot of times when I'm working on a book, I will put in an extra 20 to 40 hours within the course of a week working on book stuff, whether I'm writing, whether I'm illustrating, whether I'm editing, whatever. You yeah, know, that's up energy because you're just, you're creating, you know, like you think you're just sitting there and drawing, but like you're using so much mental power, like it can be so exhausting. It takes a toll. Yeah, but I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world, man. I'm thankful to God that I have the stuff in my head that I have and that I have a, the sense enough to try to get it out of my head and put it somewhere where people would benefit somebody. I talked to my right. sister the other day, and my sister uh, bought it. Bought it. My, my dad, when I wrote my first book, which is called Hero Needed, my dad bought 10 copies, and then he sent it out to the three people in the family. Wow. Uh, and so my sister got a copy, and her she had two boys. And so the first, the oldest boy, you know, when he saw it, she was like, what is that, mom? And she was like, oh, my, your, your uncle wrote a book. It's like, wait, my uncle wrote a book? He said, yeah. He said, who did the pictures? He said, your uncle did the pictures too. And so he was like seven. And like, she was just like, he doesn't read. He read the book two times that night. Asked wow. her to read it him. He was yeah, he asked him to ask her to read it to him before he went to bed. Then he asked me to take the school the next day. And so then his younger brother is just now, he's in the first grade now. And so he'll go, she said like once a week, he'll go over to the bookshelf and he'll grab the book and start reading it. Wow. He'll, like, he'll, she'll be, he'll, he'll, ask her mom, he'll ask his mom like, who wrote this again? Like your Uncle William. So when I called her the other day uh, to check on her, she was like, Malik came up and he's like, who are you talking to, mom? She's like, you remember your uncle that I told you about that wrote the book? I said, yeah, this is him on the phone. He's like, oh my gosh. He like lost it. He was just so proud. He's just like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. That is, you know, like the younger you show them that they can do whatever they want, they just start blossoming. Like, just, you know what I mean? That kid heart, like, the imagination is just out of this world, you know? Yeah. 
So speaking of kids and speaking of imagination, the last thing I wanted to touch on was, Jade, you have a beautiful little girl that, you know, of course I'm seeing pictures and things like that. Uh, What kind of superheroes does she like? Okay, her favorite uh, right now is Doctor Strange. Okay. I I think she just likes his cape. Okay. Been around us, like she's been influenced to so many things, bro. She's unlike any other little girl. She's like, she draws and like she's really heavy into like animation and body paint and all this stuff. So, man, she's like all over the spectrum with it, man. Man, she's been confused because she's like, are you watching animation or anime? She's yeah. like, what do you? She and she's I'm like, animation or anime is just Japanese animation, and she's like, just blows her mind. Like, like what? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not understanding the difference. One comes from a different place. It's okay. Just somewhere else, babe. Like, that's why it's in another language. It's really cool. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna put this back on back in this. Now, you mentioned she likes Dr. Strange. I think it's because of the cape, which is awesome. Because I love the fact that in the movies, the cape kind of has its own personality. Yeah. And yeah, so, I, I could see how kids would love that. I mean, when it's like slapping his face and then like it saves him and uh what is it infinity wars when it saves him from the guy and, yeah but i mean it's crazy like i didn't even know she liked dr strange she just comes out with the the weirdest like i never know what she's gonna like and it's just like my favorite character is and i'm like how do you even know about this person <laughs> <laughs> when you thought she wasn't watching that movie mama she was <laughs> and she's six so yeah started reading a little bit and she's okay. just, and she's listening to our music that we're making yeah. and I'm like what, what does it feel like to like know the people who made this song like that's gotta be crazy yeah it's a different a different perspective I could imagine you know in this world where she's in the studio with you guys working on music and she's seeing you guys she's saying mama go to work so to speak you know and everything and then you know she's listening to it and different things like that when the rest of the world hears it, you know, they'll be amazed, but to her, it's just, it's just a Sunday, yeah. you know? <laughs> the funny part about him is he's exposed to so much art. It's just like, and, everyday, it's just everyday. Mom, too, so she's been around for everything. Photo yeah, shoots, um, body paint, you know, models, like, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And like, and she loves to see him every time we body paint like just part of the life. Like, that's cool. That's cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this up with one quick question. Now we mentioned earlier that you know you had done the Harley Quinn thing several times. We're gonna close this out with a top five cosplay for you. If you can cosplay as any top five people, who what five people would you cosplay as? Um what's that chick from uh Dead Man Wonderland? Uh, Shiro, yeah, Shiro. Shino. I don't remember what it's Shiro, I think. Yeah. I started that series. I've not finished it yet. I hear it's really good though. So I, I started. I think I went about three or four episodes in. I'm not on Netflix anymore, but it was it was probably man. I I did um I watched Sao Sword Art Online, my first anime that I ever watched. But I'm really big into fantasy. Mm-hmm. So um. Probably Dead Man Wonderland was my second anime, like, and I just grew from there. I just love cartoons, but, um, gosh, that's a tough one. Top five, I'd have to, like, think about that. I mean, uh, Fiona from Adventure Time, for sure. (laughs) 
Um. That blonde Titan, the blonde Titan, uh, Annie, Ann, or whatever her name is from Attack on Titan. We gotta go with that. Yeah, we did characters. that. We did Jade. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because your, your name is Jade, so it's kind of hard not to do that, right? Yeah, that was, that was fun. And Mortal Kombat is just so epic, so that's just part of our generation, you know what I'm saying? Like, Definitely. I was always a, a, a Raiden fan because I like the fact he could fly across and thundershot people. I can't think of another so, one. I'd have to like, yeah. really think about my... You know what? There's a thing about body paint, too. Like, you got to pick the right costume. Maybe, like, you know what? I want to cosplay as that chick from Kill the Kill. Oh, okay, because you talk about the main character, you talk about the main character she fights. The main character. What's her name? Ryoko. Okay. Ryoko, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's got like the suspenders and like the shoulder thing. Yeah. And the crazy the crazy armor that mutates based on the situation. Yeah, that's a crazy show. I finished it up a while back, man. I was just like I was blown away by the animation. But yeah. the but the but the costumes were just very much like, okay, this is definitely ain't for kids. <laughs> a lot of Japanese anime is like, kind of racist, you know what I'm saying? Like, I right. Like, I like is, that about it. It can be for adult content, you know what I'm saying? Man, I feel yeah. like bodies are like very artistic, so I really, I really like to use the body to make art. But um, nothing wrong with that. Man, yeah, this is. Man, it's something about the female body is just so. It's, it's her background, though. You're a fine artist. Like she, she's, bro, she's like a, a, a professionally trained artist. Like she doesn't tell people. I'm about to say, you do graphics design as well, right? I know you do graphics design beyond just the. I know a lot of times when I see a poster or different things you're promoting, you're the one that's doing a lot of that work. Yes, right. as well. So also a graphics designer. Mm-hmm. So we just go in together. And we met in a graphics design class. We actually that's met that's in how, a college class. That's how we uh, started our company, man. Like, okay. Made sense. You know what I'm All right. So as always, we want to wrap this up. I want to let people know where to find you. So do us all a favor and let the good people know where they can find you in the land of social media currently. Okay, I'm on Facebook as Jade Smith. He's on Facebook as Douglas Houston. I'm on Instagram as underscore Jade, underscore the, underscore artist, underscore. And um, you can hear our music on SoundCloud at DHTown2000. Okay. Man, we'll be having more stuff yeah. coming up. Bro, we have websites coming out. Man, all kind of social media accounts. Uh, we'll have know, Patreon soon. This YouTube uh, page really, really, really jumping. So, man, 2020 is like I said, it's going to be a big year for us, man. Man, we, we make music it. videos and stuff too. Man, so man, we also do a lot of club promotions. Man, we're all over the spectrum right now. But that's why it takes us a little time to put this discussion <laughs> yeah. out. Because we're right. busy working. But, man, this year, this we got, man, big, big, big goals, man, this year. What about you, um... Whenever you can, send me links to your uh, Amazon comic book. Um, send me links to whatever books you got. I got, got. Some ideas, man. I want to discuss with you, see if we can do some cross-collaborative projects. Like, man, definitely with my, like, live action and some of your comic books. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, yeah, we'll definitely make sure to get that out there. Of course, uh, I'm on my author page. is just uh, Amazon.com backslash author backslash William, William Holland. It's all tied together. 
And then, of course, my social media for Instagram and uh, and Twitter is Will Holland nine nine seven three. And then, of course, I'm on Facebook as well. And I think uh, I need to add you to the writers group as well. I have a writers group on Facebook, so I'll make sure to add you to it if you're not on there already. So, because that's why I do a lot of my updates when I'm doing I'm working on something. So, awesome. Well, All right. Well, listen, I thank you guys so much for joining me.